The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and boy, did they shut up the mainstream media in this game. The Oakland Raiders came out to play, and they weren't playing, if you know what I'm talking about. We're going to hit on that and more here on Joe 3D4. Before I start the show, let me give a special shout-out to Kenny Jones, a recruit in boot camp at this time. He's having the same issues that, well, a lot of us had in boot camp, and you guys know exactly what I'm saying. His mom, Molly, dropped me a line and wanted me to give a little shout-out to Kenny, and I have no problem doing that. As we all know, we are all one nation, one Raider Nation. Hang in there, Kenny. Brother, in 10 years, this will be a flash in the pan, my friend. And you too, Mom. Hang in there, girl. It's all going to be fine. All right. Let's move. Okay, Raider fan. The season has started. Our first game in the books. Let's hit on it. The post game for my little parties. For weeks and weeks, the Oakland Raiders were taking a brutal beating from the mainstream media. How they're going to lose, how they're going to suck, and everything major. All the love going to the the Jets, <laughs> who really suck big time, uh, worse than us. But I'm glad the spotlight is on the green and not on the silver and black, which is okay with me. Let's get back to the game. In the first quarter of this contest, I'll tell you, in the first quarter of every contest, the first games of the season, every team looked terrible. I'm going to tell you, the play was horrible across the board. Uh, there are a few that came up uh, shining, of course, like the Bronco Hose and, and like that, but the first quarter for most teams has been pretty bad. They're going to have to revisit this new schedule and how they – they have the training camp set up and that because I think it's wrong. I think it's bad. I think it's evident from the play on the field and the first week of the NFL that the NFL's got to change something when it comes down to training uh, and the teams because all the teams look pretty sucky the first quarter anyway. The Oakland Raiders were expected to do nothing against the great Andrew Luck and the onslaught of the Colts. Well... In the first quarter, you were thinking maybe they were right. The Oakland Raiders looked rusty. They didn't look like they were on the same page until they started to get into a rhythm, and that was a nice thing. The offense and defense looked very shaky. The defense I was very afraid of the first quarter because that's what I could see when I was at Disneyland, tell you the truth, with my daughter on her 18th birthday. Fortunately for me, they have an ESPN zone in downtown Disney. I got an opportunity to slip in there for the first quarter before I was, well, dragged to the park, literally. But you know what? You got to be family before you can be a Raider. I'm telling you right now. So 
I took care of my little girl and my responsibilities as a dad and went out to Disney and had some fun, actually. First quarter was gloomy, and I wasn't feeling real good until I got to get back to the hotel and see the rest of the game. Now, you guys know I've been saying all this offseason about all I want to see is effort. I don't expect to go to the Super Bowl. I don't expect to go to the playoffs. What I do expect is improvement with the team, with the, the, the maturity of the team, and the way the team will gel and become an actual football team. I saw all of this in the second quarter of this contest. But overall, to go into Lucas Stadium to play against a team that went 7-1 and one at home, I thought they played big, and I thought they played well enough to win, just lost that turnover battle. I think if they had to do it all over again, I think they would double Reggie Wayne a little more and say, DHB, you have to beat us because you know that ain't going to happen. There were some moments in this game that pretty much surprised me, I have to admit, because last season, the Raiders only had 25 sacks. They didn't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, but it appeared Andrew Luck had a difficult time getting comfortable in the pocket sometimes today. They put some heat on him, Low. Yeah, I like that. I like it for a couple reasons. What they did, they were able to move him off his point. A lot of guys think that, hey, you don't pressure guys like that. No, you don't let a pocket passer stay in the pocket. Make him move. Even though he's fast and he can run and throw the ball outside the pocket, get him off that point. Don't let him sit in the pocket and have all day, and they did that today. Yeah, and you know what got him off that point? Was coverage down the field. Mm. A lot of times, you know, we haven't had that luxury around here for quite a few years, but guess what? They had good coverage down the field. Other than Reggie Wayne early in the game, they solidified things. They got it fixed. Jason Tarver got that defense together, and they were really covering their butts off downfield. The Colts, their coach, Chuck Pagano, after the game, was all that in a bag of chips about how well his team performed, but he himself, you could see that he was very relieved that they won that game. You could see that he was very relieved that that last touchdown pass was intercepted because the Raiders were coming back and making a move. Let's hear a few words from Coach Allen on this game and what happened. All right, well, uh, I'll start off. Uh, really, there's no no injuries of significance to report. Um, I thought our guys went out there and, and competed hard. I thought they played extremely hard in the game. Um, you know, for us to go out and, and, and start off in this game down 14 nothing and to battle back the way that uh, our guys battled back to take the lead in the game uh, shows a lot of character of the guys that we had in the room. Uh, make no mistake about it, there's no moral victories in the National Football League. All right, we competed, uh, but at the end of the day, we didn't get the thing done. So. Uh, there's a lot of things that we've got to learn from uh, on this tape. I thought we did a lot of really good things, but I also thought there's some critical mistakes that we made that we got to make sure we get corrected. So, uh, with that, I'll open it up for questions. Overall assessment on Terrell? Well, I think you can see that he, he, he provides a spark and has some things that he can do and create with his feet. Uh, I think that was outstanding. I think overall, you know, I was pleased with his performance. There's still a lot of things that we got to we got to get cleaned up with him, and that's what. I mean, anytime you have a young guy, you know, you're going to have to make some corrections. You're going to have to have some things get cleaned up, and uh, that's what we got to continue to work for and continue to improve. For them to uh, have the, the touchdown overturned, and then on that same drive to convert a couple of times and still go down and score, what does that say about 
throughout. Well, it's, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a confidence builder for for our offense and for our football team. I mean, I think uh, you know there were some times where we had to overcome some adversity and overcome some tough situation, and we were able to battle through and uh, still be able to put some points on the board. So that was good to see that we were able to overcome that and still be able to get the touchdown there. How were you able to throw Luck off his game somewhat? I mean, he was so sharp early and completing everything, and then. Like well, I, I, I think eventually we got him into a little bit third and longer situations and we were able to get a little bit of pressure on him. I think that's the key, you know. Uh, but, you know, with all good quarterbacks, I mean, you got to be on your game on every single play and, and uh, uh, we got to do a better job. And we had a couple times where we had him dead to rights and, and, and couldn't get him on the ground as a big, strong quarterback. And then one time we let him scramble out down there in the red zone. So, uh, you know, I thought overall defensively I was pleased. Um, but again, in the critical situations, that's when uh, that's when we got to be able to execute, and that's when we got to be able to make the plays. And, and uh, unfortunately, they made more of them in those critical situations. After the half, the defense started putting some pressure on Luck. The defensive backs were doing a much better job, and the Colts were having a hard time moving the ball down the field, which is nice to see. The nice thing, too, was Terrell Pryor was a stud. Well, the Oakland Raiders came up short, but one guy nearly carried the silver and black on his back, and that was Terrell Pryor. He's talking to reporters right now. Let's go back out to Indianapolis and hear from the Raiders' QB. I'm angry with myself, uh, to be honest, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, some of the, a lot of mistake, mistakes I made today I can get better at and learn from, and uh at the end of the day, I'm very proud of the offensive line. Uh, did a phenomenal job. You know, uh, every every play I made was because of them. Uh, having great leaders like Darren McFadden and uh, Marcel Reese, uh, great being on the field too, uh, making key blocks for me so I could get the ball. And uh, you know, it's I'm I'm kind of disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself uh, <clears throat> for one taking a sack in the red zone. Coach talks to me about that all the time, and uh, it's unacceptable. And uh, the loss is on me, and uh, we'll get better next week. I learned a couple things today, and uh, I can put it in my in my bag of treats and uh, bring it out for next week, and uh, you know, keep learning. Well, you guys probably this game really didn't give Oakland a chance, you know, to really try to contend here with with the Colts. Um, was that you guys? I'm sure you heard the noise coming in this game today, right? Absolutely. It doesn't matter, but you know, uh, it doesn't matter. I know in this locker room. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, if you we can laugh at that uh, type of statement right there because we feel like every time we step on the field, we're going to have a chance, and we will. So uh, I, don't, I don't agree with any of them statements. You guys showed uh, the football world some things today that they maybe were not expecting, some good things. Yeah, we're tough. You we're guys, a tough football team. Tough defense, yeah. tough defense, tough offensive line, uh, tough runners, uh, great receivers that block downfield, get open, and they make tough catches. And uh, We're a tough football team. Coach preaches that all the time, and, and that's how we practice, you know, and uh, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm happy with the team and uh, the way we competed today. Uh, no more victories, obviously, and uh, we got to get better, and we will tomorrow. And uh, and the thing about this this team right here is just passion, you know. Uh, guys have passion about the game, you know. Uh, it wasn't acceptable. We didn't accept today that we lost. I know I didn't, and I know a lot of the guys, you know, they didn't. So I know they're going to come in tomorrow and expect to, to learn, you know, and look at the and critique themselves. Very crucial, and, uh, and look at that film and understand what are we doing, what did we do wrong, and we need to fix this. And because I hate losing. Second start, but your first real start. How do you think you did? How did you? I did awful. I thought um, two interceptions. Um, Could have won the game. Uh, 
had him on the ropes down there, and uh, it's all that matters. Um, the record's all that matters. Number on the win column, and uh, that's all that matters to me. It's not about me. I don't. It doesn't matter how I play. I just want to do well for the team so we can uh, have success. And now it's time to go to work, you know. And um, <clears throat> today was unacceptable. You talked about learning from those mistakes, but how will you build on those positives? Because there were a lot out there today for you. Uh, I'll check out the positives. Uh, just keep trying to get better at the things that I do positive. Um, uh, I'm just very angry at myself about the, the, the interception. I got to get better. Um, this one's on me, definitely. This one's on me. How soon will you start breaking it down, looking at either? Looking I'm going to watch it as soon as I get on the plane. And, uh, you know, probably sit there with Coach, uh, Coach Olsen. And, um, geez, man, we had him. Jeez. There's Raiders quarterback Terrell Pryor, who had over 200 yards passing, over 100 yards rushing. Team lost the game, and he said he thought he was awful. He said, hey, I'm angry with myself. He said that multiple times, and he's looking forward to getting back on the field again. He said, this one is on me. He thought the offensive line played extremely well, and he loved the blocking from Marcel Reese as well as Darren McFadden. Bill, what did you want to hear him say after the game? You know what? You know, Lowe and I were talking, and this guy said the right things. He had some awful plays. There's a difference between having some bad plays and playing awful. The guy was not awful, okay? He was the offense out there today, so I disagree with that statement, but I like what he came back with, that I'm going to work hard. Okay, he took accountability, and that's what you like to hear from an athlete. I hold myself accountable. I could have done better, and I'm going to work hard next week, Low, and that's what you want to hear. No question. When you listen at this young man and you hear the passion in his voice, the things that he said, I, I agree to disagree. I look at Luck. Luck was third down, a fourth down play. They do a boot. He's outside the pocket on third down. Why didn't he throw the ball away? He kept the ball. Mm. See, and I look at this young man. He's in the pocket. If he throws the ball away there in the pocket, it's intentional grounding. Lost it down. So when you look at it, it's just so happening. It's a little bit more magnified when you lose a close game. I thought overall this guy played well. Um, I think that he can improve, and it's good that he's putting pressure on himself. And it's great that Dennis Allen isn't patting him on the back because I'm telling you right now, some guys can't handle that. You've got to keep the throttle down, especially with a team that you have a bunch of misfits, the bad news bears. But now guys are saying, i got one-year deals here. Let me play to show that we are better than what everyone else thinks we are. I like what he said at the end of that interview. We almost had him. You can we tell are. he's and eager to get back on that eye, didn't he? Absolutely. He, he, that's what it is. You love that enthusiasm. That's what the young guys bring and a guy that can make plays. And people will feed off of that. And you need that from your quarterback. Now, he did have misfires. He had two interceptions. But the young man is learning. I think that as he learns and as the team grows, listen, he's got to grow with his receivers. It's a long story. We've heard it before, but it's so true. Rod Streeter was the man. Daenerys Moore also came in. But we need to have the receivers opened up. Our tight ends worked well. You know, Darren McFadden was doing a lot more blocking than running. At first, I thought McFadden was, you know, was here we go again with a bad, lackluster performance for the year. But as I watched the game, his he was made for a block. They used McFadden to block for Pryor, so Pryor could get outside and run. That is some smart coaching. 
Discuss the coaching staff today, Bill. What did you think of the guys? Did they perform well in your book? I think overall, you got to look at how was the game, you know, was it, did they commit a lot of penalties? So you got to look at the head coach. He's got this play, team playing more discipline. Head coach did a good job. I think he managed the game well. Now you look at the coordinators. Jason Tarver, you have started out strong. Their offense all of a sudden came back, you know, really fixed things up, dialed up some blitzes, and was it, they were able to keep them at bay. Okay, but they needed to make a play at the end. Charles Woodson took responsibility for that. Greg Olson, overall offensively, you know, the only thing you could say is we got to speed up getting that call into prior so he can get to the line of scrimmage and we don't have those stupid penalties that hurt us. Low, you need to make some plays, as Bill mentioned, but you also have to take some chances. Did this coaching staff take enough chances in this game? No question. I like what Coach Olsen did with Pryor because here's the thing that we have to realize. We got a guy on the other side of that ball, Andrew Luck, who can light it up. They did not have the punt the ball, only punted, I think, one time. If you look at these two teams, what happened was the Raiders kept the ball out of, new, out of this, this, this Andrew Luck's hand. And what did that do? By ball possession, by keeping the ball, keeping the clock, keeping that offense off the field, they had to press. And you saw a team in the Indianapolis Colts starting to press because that Raider offense kept them off the field by ball control. I like what they did, and I thought they took some shots. And also, too, you saw at the end, they were wearing down that defense. That was some smart coaching. Him and Reese, McFadden and Reese, were a tag team blocking team that kept Pryor out of trouble. I love the way that was set up. It was very smart. The other thing that was smart was the defense developed. It changed. There was a lot of changing going on during this game. I liked the way the coaching was done. I have to say, i got to give the coaches an A for changing the game plan as the game went along. The team started to gel, and you could see the energy level picking up. These guys aren't going to be chumps like last season. We don't have any dead weight like Kelly or Seymour or Huff. The list goes on. But I'll tell you right now, this team has a lot of fight. I like what I'm seeing. And as far as I'm concerned, offense, defense, and special teams all combined to do a pretty damn good job and we were five yards away from winning this game and 20 seconds. That's the contest I'm talking about. I'm telling you, all the mainstream media were blown away by the effort and the play of the Oakland Raiders. A lot of props to Terrell Pryor went out across the league. You know, they're not just blowing smoke either. They're talking the truth because they cannot deny that the Colts almost got handed an L on their first game of their glorious season that everyone else predicted. The Raiders played great. The coaching staff did a very good job. I think this team has places to go. I think we're not going to make the playoffs, but we will be a team to be reckoned with, no longer a pushover. I'm going to tell you, teams got to have to – they're going to have to really scramble to find a way to beat us. 
Terrell Pryor said, look, we don't believe in moral victories. Charles Woodson said, quote, we stopped playing football when we had the lead. So here's another guy taking this loss and saying, we should have won this game. You know, that's, that is the great thing. When you get a lead on, and here you are playing defense, you know, one thing defensive coordinators will say, guess what? Guys, we stop them, we win. It's on us. And great defenses like that pressure. They feed off that pressure, low. <laughs> they want it. You know, you get, hey, get us a lead. We'll go out there and stop them. Well, guess what? Guy. I love this guy. Hey, you got to like what Woodson said. We didn't get it done. We stopped playing. Something else extremely interesting. Your leader on the offense is accepting the blame. Your leader on the defense is accepting the blame. So there's no finger pointing going on. This is yeah. a team that lost together, right, Bill? Absolutely. These guys, I think there's something going on in that locker room that we're not quite feeling yet. But I, I think they came together today. And they were like, you know what? We are pretty darn good. And you know what? We just got to get better. And guess what? Give us another week. Let's go out there and beat the pants off of Jacksonville. Let's get a little swagger going. And then guess what? Anything can happen when we go into Denver because in the past, the Raiders have played well in Denver. So I, I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm feeling. I like what I'm hearing. The fact that the team has gelled, I can see it. You can tell. These guys are leaving it all in the field, and I am loving it. We missed some great opportunities. We took some great opportunities. Uh, this team is, you know, it's not firing on all cylinders. Yes, we have a lot to learn, and we're not in a rhythm yet. We There were moments in this game when we were. And you know what? The Colts, you could see they were very paranoid. You know, our Raider offense was wearing down that Colt defense. You could see it in their eyes. They're like, we don't want this guy. We don't want any more of this guy. This guy tearing us up, okay? <laughs> just didn't get it done at the end, but you could just see it in their eyes. They fourth had defeat. One. They were, had defeat in their eyes. You made a great point during the game. It's fourth and one. You said, I hate this call, but you said, only reason Indy's going for this because they don't want to see prior. Exactly. I think that is a great step forward. This is a good game. There's no moral victories, of course, but I believe this is what I'm looking for. We should be looking for this because add a few great players to this mix, and boy, watch out because the Raiders will start to climb to the top again and dominate the NFL. This is what we need to see, people. This was a great game to start. We could have won. We need to win these games and just start to put those wins together in a string. You know, it's just the beginning. One out of 16. Next week, we got a home game, our home opener, and we're going to talk about that right now. All right, do you agree with this statement? They took two steps forward today. They lose to Jacksonville. That's like taking 20 steps backwards. They're not losing. <laughs> They're not gonna, it's hey. not going to happen, right? Hey, it is not an option as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Blaine Gabbert or Chad Henney next Sunday? It uh, doesn't matter. They're li Either one, they're going to lose. Is Maurice Drew ready for 20 carries a game? They're going to have to give him the ball 20 to keep this rated offense off the field. 
Cecil Short or Justin Blackman? Either one put fear into you guys. No. So Not there's no way the Raiders you know, are going to lose this game you know, next week. And Lowe knows this. When you, when you start getting that swagger and that confidence, it doesn't matter who you're going to play. It doesn't matter what quarterback, what receivers, what you know, pass rushing defensive end. When you got that swagger and confidence, it's like, okay, if we play Raider football, it doesn't matter what you do, we're going to kick your ass. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, you ready for some football? You ain't ready for no football. You ain't ready for the moment. All right, it's the pregame for <laughs> the Jaguars. <sighs> Whatever. Just win, baby. Feel the storm of the cold autumn wind, baby. It's the open Raiders. Get your mouthpiece. You in the black hole with the black beast. This ain't black gold. This is black silver. Commitment to excellence. We deliver. And we'll play past regulation. Well, this next Sunday, the Jaguars come to the Oakland Coliseum for our season opener. That's right. The Coliseum will be packed to the gills with Raider Nation. This will be the spark our team needs. This will be the team we should be able to beat. Everyone says it. This is why I'm very concerned. I can't tell you how many times that we were supposed to beat teams that were inferior to us that have come in here to Oakland and kicked our ass, literally. I don't understand it. I don't get it, and I don't care to get it. What I do care is that the Raiders don't take any team lightly, especially the Jaguars. Now, the Jags have some issues. They've got issues because their number one quarterback is out, is out for the game. Looks like we're going to see Chad Henney, which is, you know, no pushover because Chad Henney with the Dolphins came in here and kicked our ass when they were losing. So there's no gimme in the NFL. So let's not take this as a gimme game because I can't remember one that was a gimme at all. And the ones who are supposed to win, I don't know, man. I don't put a lot of water in that bucket because it's full of goddamn holes until we start turning this thing around. So this game is no joke. It's not a gimme, but it is our season opener, and I can hardly wait to smell the barbecue and see the Raider Nation in the throngs of silver and black at the Coliseum. And just in case you weren't sure if you wanted to go to the season opener or another game, let me tell you, the season opener is the bomb. It is a great atmosphere, and if you can get here and put your ass in a seat, I guarantee you, you will have a great time because the Raider Nation rolls big on game one. We roll big on all the games, but game one is to die for. It is a great Great atmosphere for all Raider Nation to be at. So if you can get there, put your ass in the seat, Pata, because there ain't nothing like it. Now, Chad Henney might not be a big concern to the Oakland Raiders, but Maurice Jones-Drew is. Our running defense better be ready to stop this guy because he is their number one weapon, and we had trouble with him in the past. So far this season, he's not doing very well, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. Because our interior line is going to have to stop him, and I mean stop him quickly. He does do well in catching the ball outside, so we have to keep an eye and keep him contained. If we could do that, we'll have a good, good chance of winning this game. 
There's other key things that we need to do uh, to win this contest, and let me tell you what they are. Besides stopping the run, we must stop Henny. We must stop him from throwing the football and having a place to throw the football. I believe we can put pressure on him with Sims and number 99, Lamar Houston, and I know our defensive backs can hold their own. We should have a pretty decent defensive game in this game. I'm hoping that lessons learned from last week will come true to fruition and seal up some of those holes in the middle we had during a game against the Colts. This is a good contest for our defense. We should be able to take it to these guys, and I'm hoping that Tarver dials up the pressure on Henny, and we have some good time sacks on this guy from severe pressure. We should be able to do it. Their offensive line is not that good. And, well, you know, other things can happen, but I'm looking forward to that happening for sure. We have to stop Henny from getting time in the pocket. And we need to keep his ass in the pocket because he likes to roll out too. He hurt us before on his rollout passes. We cannot have that. We have to take him down early and often to make it happen. On the offense, we should be able to throw the ball. Moore and Streeter are so much better than their counterparts on their defense. We should be able to get the ball out. Terrell Pryor needs to get find that receiver, watch for that double coverage on Streeter, which happened all game last week, and get the ball out to Moore or uh, whoever's the tight end is going to be the tight end du jour on this particular game. We should be able to beat them in the air. I'm hoping that we can give our quarterback a little bit more time. Uh, Menelik Watson might not be back for this game, so we might be looking for the same crew, do the same kind of job, and like I said, McFadden and Reese might have to do more blocking than running. That's okay with me because their secondary is very suspect, and we should be able to get the ball down the field uh, without a doubt. We should be able to do that fairly easily. Let me choke on my words there because there ain't nothing easy in the NFL. On special teams, we just have to make all our field goals. We cannot have missed field goals on this team. We don't have the luxury of being able to score that many points. When we get in the red zone, we need to come away with points. Uh, touchdowns, preferably, but we have to come up with some field goals when they're necessary. That has got to be the case. Terrell Pryor has got to keep his cool. He's got to stay contained. He's got to be able to relax and be able to throw the ball away and or throw the ball. If he's going to throw in a double coverage, you better make one of those special throws you know what I mean? And not the kind that are easily intercepted. He's done pretty well so far. His receivers understand he throws the ball low. Keep it consistent. Do that. But don't throw in a devil coverage unless you, gosh, I don't even think you should even have to. We should be able to run the ball and throw the ball at will on the Jaguars. I'm looking for a victory at home against the Jags. I'd like to see some improvement in the areas from last game. That's what I'm looking for. I know it's not going to be an easy win, but I think we should be able to win. We better win at home because I'm going to be pissed. I'll be standing there wondering, what the hell? So, Raiders, I think, are, are favored by three right now. 
uh, should go up from there. Uh, they're not going to give us any credit, of course, till we start to win some damn games. Let's do this right. Let's win this convincingly. That's what I'm hoping for. Faux show. Let's go beat these Jaguars and send these little kitties packing to the, to the little kitty box. And you know what I mean by that. All right, it's time for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Let's get on the bone line, folks. You guys are blowing it up. <laughs> I don't have to encourage you because the bone line is blowing up. I love it. Hey, if you don't get your call on, don't get discouraged because we pick them out. We pick them out. Make the calls good. Make them a couple minutes and throw your bone out there. We'll get you on there, man. You know we do because that's how we roll. All right, check out the RaiderNationPodcast.com as well, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. You can see us on YouTube. We are everywhere. Check us out. All righty, who's on the line? We got to know. And our first caller, my good brother, representing the Inland Empire, Raider D from the IE. What's up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, how you guys doing? This is your boy Raider D from the IE. Actually, I'm calling uh, prior to the game. Friday, just finished watching um, the Broncos beat the dog shit out of the Ravens. And uh, actually, that's got me pumped up about my Raiders because the football guys, they do that karma thing. And watching them run up the score on the Ravens just reminded me of that fucking asshole Harbaugh going for a fake field goal up by 25 with a game out of reach against the Raiders. And uh, I think, you know, we're going to have a tough season, but we're going to get a little bit. I think uh, we're due some. It's always good to watch two teams that you hate and one of them just get the foot shoved right up their ass. So that was, that was worth it. Um. Chris Collinsworth, man, that he needs to go and wipe all the you know what off his lips, man. He put in some work on his knees right in front of Peyton Manning all night long. I don't understand that bullshit. Him and Al Michaels, I feel like man, God, why don't one of those ex Raiders like Romo just just you know fuck my life and slap the shit out of both of those two punks? All right, that's how I get fired up for for the weekend, fellas. Raider Nation, get some ass this week. Raider T, and I'm out. Yeah, I saw that game, and, you know, I never liked seeing Denver win anything. I don't care about the Ravens. Denver looks strong, yeah. But Chris Collingsworth, man, he just should have glued his ass on the ball sack of Peyton Manning, along with that other idiot that's in there, too, Al Michaels. I hate both of them. But Collinsworth is the biggest suck-ass ever. I can't stand him. You know, I wish Romo would just punch him in the face. Uh, that would be a great that'd be a great testimony to uh, how, how people think about Collinsworth. He's a punk-ass biatch. Great call, man. It's what I thought, too. Same exact feelings, brother. And we have a first-time caller, Raider Tone. From Southern Cal, what is happening, bro? What's up, Raider Nation? This is first-time caller Raider Tone from Southern California. 
I'm going to put it down right now. Raiders 27, the Colts 16. All I want to hear is four letters Sunday. T-P-T-D. Go Raider Nation. There you have it, man. It was totally possible. We almost won that game. Nobody gave us a chance. Did a great job. And I like the positive attitude, brother. Keep bringing it. I mean it. We need it. Thanks for the call. And next we have another first-time caller, Raider Charles. He's fired up. He's got something to say, and I like it. What's up, Charles? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Charles, man. Love your show. Love your podcast. I keep hearing all these negative vibes, and I keep thinking back to last year when we had a decent team but a terrible coach. I mean, we had the Falcons beat at home. Does anybody remember that game? Then Palmer started throwing his ducks, as usual. Now we're saying we're going to get two wins. We're going to get seven or eight, man. I don't know how you all see it. This is the weakest schedule the Raiders have had. You mark my word. If we beat the Colts, we get eight wins. If we don't, we probably get seven. We can beat the Jaguars. We'll beat the Jets. And Philly's way overrated. We'll beat Philly at home. Oh, yeah, and the Steelers. Mike Tomlin will probably be fired at the end of this year, unfortunately. I love the guy. But I think the Raiders beat the Steelers at home, too. All these teams are... I don't know how we're all of a sudden the worst team in the league because we're seeing a bunch of shifting around in preseason. We haven't even seen the, Ra- the Raiders' starting lineup in here. But it's coming. And somehow I think we're going to beat the Colts. I don't know why. I, but I think it's going to happen. But anyway, I wanted to be the first to say, I think we'll get seven, seven to eight wins. And I think this team's a lot better than what people think. I don't know where the great NFL is. But anyway... How is Andy Reid the second coming of Vince Lombardi? What, because he's at the Chiefs? We knocked that team off twice last year. Now Andy Reid arrives and they're going to beat us twice? No, I don't think so. Did anybody watch Philadelphia last year? Ever since Donovan McNabb left Andy Reid, he's not a good coach anymore. Funny the way that works. Owen the Chargers, we can't beat them once. We know we're going to beat the Jags. And coming draft day, the Jets will be picking number one. It won't be the Raiders. Anyway, I'm sick of hearing all the negative stuff, especially from the ESPN Coneheads. Go Raider Nation. Just remember, you heard it first here. At least seven wins, maybe eight. Dennis Allen's the only problem we got. The guy can't coach. We all know anybody that's been a Raider fan for over 20 years knows the guy can't coach. All right. Love the Raiders. Raider Nation out. Well, you just never know. The Eagles look pretty strong. The Chiefs look pretty strong, too. But, hey, man, we haven't seen our team. We've seen one game, and we look pretty good. So let's see what happens the rest of the season. Hey, I'd love to see us win at least four or five games. I don't know about seven, but it is possible, and I would love to eat those words. Keep up the positive vibe, bro. We need it. And next from the great Northwest, Raider Anthony from Bellingham, Washington. Did I tell you my brother lives there? Anyway, what's up, bro? What is up, my Raider Nation brothers and sisters, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, everybody out in the Raider Nation. It's Anthony from Bellingham calling in, watching the uh, Indy and, and Raider game. Uh, Raiders just took the lead here early in the fourth. I got to say, I'm, I'm with uh, Money Man Raider on this one. I like this kid, Terrell Pryor. Uh, he's going to be a good quarterback. I mean, I know this is just game one. Um, you know, we got the lead, but there's still a lot of time to play. But I like I like Terrell Pryor. He looks solid. 
uh, you know, good first opening drive. Almost got us in there for a touchdown through the pick. Um, the defense was scaring me here a little bit in the first half. But, you know, they, they've stepped up and, you know, they're shutting, shutting it down. I just hope now that we could uh, close the game out and get a big W, take it back home, and play the, the Kitty Cats next week, the, uh, the, uh, the Jaguars. Um, you know, still, you know, still very excited for this year. Uh, hopefully I can make it out to Oaktown, check them out. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, things are, things are looking better. We don't look like a team that's confused and don't know what the fuck to do anymore. It actually looks like, uh, we're starting to turn the corner. Proud of our guys. I'm proud of the way that they're playing. We're playing smart football. And, uh, I really believe in Terrell Pryor. Let's go Raiders. I'm out. Yeah, Pryor stepped it up. He settled down. He started making some passes, some great runs. Our defense definitely stood tall and went in there and went after Luck. He was having a hard time after the half. So, listen, our linebackers played great. We got places to go. Let's just see how this team rolls. I'm liking it, just like you. And next, my good brother, Raider Juco from Los Angeles. What's happening, man? You sound like you're pumped up. Oh, what's up, Raider Nation? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Andy. We're Raider Chuko from East LA, California. Man, I'm pumped out, dude. Freaking just finished watching the game. Even though we lost on fucking Terrell Pryor, you know, he made a couple of bad decisions. We cannot put everything on him, but he's a, you know, he's basically a rookie, but damn. Give that motherfucker a little bit more time. He's fucking good, dog. I mean, what I saw, I like. The defense fucking brought it. They fucking took the shit. At the end, almost, you know, when they let that motherfucker run and score a touchdown. But, you know, overall, I like what I see, dog. I like what I see. We only got to get better. This is the first game. Everybody talks shit like I told you before. Man. These motherfuckers only got to get better. They got to get better, and they got to get better. So go Raiders. Fucking play my Raiders today. I don't give a fuck if we lost, but this fucking game was fucking off the chain, dog. Off the chain. Go Raiders. I'm out. Yes, we played good football. Nobody thought we could, and there we are. We're making improvements. Pryor's going to get better. Matter of fact, everybody's going to get better. And we get our whole team on the field. Well, <laughs> better watch out, ESPN, because you're going to be backpedaling a lot. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my good brother, you guys know, Bandito. What's up, Juan? What's up, Brother Gray? This is Bandito calling in. And I just want to say one thing. We lost but I am so fucking proud of this team. The heart and the passion of this team is undeniable. We fought and fought to the fucking end. When the whole world thought we were going to get steamrolled and blown out, we stood up and said, fuck you guys, and we played our fucking hearts out, Greg. This team has so much fucking fight. So much fucking fight. We almost fucking won this game. 
and there is no moral victories in my book. Don't do not get me wrong. There are no moral victories, but the fact that this team on the road in Indianapolis, as loud as it was, the fact that we were able to come in and fight and rise up to the fucking challenge. I'm excited for this team, man. I am excited for this team. This team makes me a believer. I'm so proud of this team, Greg. I'm so proud. This team's far and far and far to the fucking end. And you know, our heads are held up high, and they will forever remember the day they played the fucking Raiders. No shame. No shame. Sometimes you fucking fight and you lose. Today we fought and fought and we lost. But guess what? It was not an easy fight for them. I'm so fucking proud of this team, man. I'm so proud of this fucking team. The word of the fucking day is pride. And I'm proud. This bandito and I'm out. Well, there you have it. I couldn't say it better myself. The team fought. Like I said, that's what I wanted to see is how much fight is in this dog. And there's lots of fight. And I know this. The Colts know that they were in the fight. And they weren't just pushing us over or pushing us around. It was no easy contest for them. You could see it on the face of their coach. <laughs> he looked very worried throughout the whole half, the second half of the game. He was stressing hard. This is what we need to see. I like it. Let's keep rolling. Let's kick some ass in some teams this year. They better know one thing. When they come to Oakland, they're going to leave battered, bruised, and beaten. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, Raider Mike Realist. I like Raider Mike. He's got a great take. He does some great work on film. You should check out his stuff. He's a good dude, man. We love to see him at the tailgates because he's there every game. What's up, Mike? Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike. Just got done watching the game. And all i got to say to all those callers that were calling in that last show, what up, what up, Pryor gave us the best chance to win. How do you like them apples, prior haters out there? Hey, this guy, for over 200 yards, rushed for over 100 yards. Yeah, he threw two interceptions. The first interception, I think, was, you know, jitters, you know, being at the beginning of the game and whatnot. And then that last interception at the end of the game, well, you know, those things happen. And, uh, you know, we were in position to win this football game. No way in hell that Matt Flynn has the same kind of game as Terrell Pryor did. This game would have been a blowout, in my opinion, if Matt Flynn was in there. There would have been no heart. There would have been no fight in this team uh, for Flynn because Flynn can't run for 20-yard chunks, 15-yard chunks, make things happen when they aren't supposed to happen. This kid is exciting. He's the future of our franchise. I really believe that. Still kind of remain to be seen. I'm kind of high on the game, but I really liked what I saw. It's a loss. That sucks. We are in position to win at the very end. 
red zone. Uh, you know, Pryor made some rookie mistakes. We're going to have to live through his growing pains. But, damn, I loved what I saw. For a little bit there, I thought the defense was going to let us down. I didn't think that they would play as well as they did, but four sacks. Got to be pretty happy about that, Raider Greg. Got to be pretty happy. And you know what? That home opener is going to be really exciting. I can't wait. And, um, you know, the rest of the analysts out there and all them naysayers and all them prior haters, what up? You all thought he wasn't going to do good. 17 unanswered points. Sebastian Kowski missed a field goal. Should have been 20. Uh, take that uh, take that interception away that led to a touchdown, and uh, we win this game. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios where we should have won this game. In fact, I think we should have won this game. And uh, we didn't, but, man, I'm really excited about this season. Uh, I think that we have a good chance to win seven, eight games. And, uh, you know, next week's going to be really exciting against the Jaguars. I think we're going to have a monster game against them. If our defense can play like that or better and Pryor can learn, you know, how to value the ball and make the right decisions, man, I, this team could, could make some noise this year and turn a lot ahead. Are we going to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But Pryor is definitely the best guy to be playing the quarterback position for this football team. That's all I got for you, Raider Greg. Can't wait to see you at the tailgate at the home opener. Can't wait to see everybody else. And all them prior haters, what up? Well, I don't know if there's anybody who hates prior. There's people who didn't have any confidence in his abilities, but I don't know if anybody hated him. But I know they all love him now because he's playing good football. The thing here is the team is playing good football. Tarver has a defense working. There was a lot of adjustments in this game, something we haven't seen in a long time. I have a lot more faith in the coaching staff just because of the adjustments that they've made on the field, the things they've done to give Pryor a better opportunity to be successful. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I am saying no pushovers this year. And all those teams that marked the W when they were going to play the Raiders, they better get that eraser out right quick. And you know what I mean by that. Great call, brother. Can't wait to see you at the tailgate either. The opener is going to be off the chain. Our next caller is my very good friend from the East, the Pennsylvania Raider. What's up, bro? Raider Nation, what up? This is Pennsylvania Raider. Thought I'd call in see uh, how y'all are doing watching that game. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, they did a lot better than I actually thought they were going to do. You know, and even uh, Jamarcus Russell really wasn't even that bad. <laughs> of course, I am referring to Terrell Pryor wearing the number two. Um, but, hey, man, 17 unanswered points, that's great. In the end, we lost on Terrell Pryor's arm, you know, we know that's not his strong point. We know he doesn't look off his receiver. We know he throws in the double coverage. But, hey, all in all, I thought it was a good game. I'm not upset by the loss. Like I said, we expected this. We expected to only win three games. This was a much better game than I had thought. I thought I would have been leaving this game at halftime, you know. And, yes, of course, the refs sucked with the calls. But, hey, 
the refs have been boning us since the 1970s. Get over it. It's not changing. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, but other than that, we did good. Uh, bright spots, man. You know, bright spots. Uh, next week we got the Jaguars. Hopefully we can get the uh, the W. You know, but uh, this, I mean, we didn't make a lot of mistakes. We made little mistakes, but when you're a good team, you could come back by only making or you can come back by making a few mistakes. But when you're a team like us, when you make those little few mistakes, it's very hard to come back. And that's just what we did. We made a few mistakes today, and we can't make it up because we just don't have the talent, you know. But, uh, well, that's it, Nation. That's all I got. Uh, I'm next week to uh, Jacksonville and go Raiders. Well, I think the miscues from Pryor are things he has to learn. I mean, we can't be throwing interceptions two and three a game. He's got to knock that off. We can't have those. We have to reduce those to nothing a game and uh, improve our running game as well because, really, if we had DMAC really working hard and making, you know, 50, 60, 70 yards a game, along with Pryor, we could be very deadly. Uh, that's a fact. So... We need to eliminate a lot of these mistakes. The defense needs to pick it up a bit. But let's remind ourselves that we don't have all our players. I mean, Valdir, Menelik Watson didn't even didn't even play. So our O-line could be a lot better off, and our D-line could be better as well. You know what? We got a team. Let's watch them play because I'm looking forward to some exciting football this season. And next, the return. Yes, my good brother. I knew he was coming. Raider D from the IE. He's back. He's got a lot. Let's hear it. Hey, yo, yo, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's your boy Raider D from the IE. Just watched the end of that game, man. I'm, ah, I want to be pissed off. We played some pretty good ball. Defense played good in the second half. Uh, Pryor played pretty good. Those two picks, God, I wish I could have those back. But you know what? I got a question here. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm just asking too much. If you're two, 20 yards ahead of everybody, how the fuck did you get caught in 20 fucking yards? The guy had a 40-yard catch. He's 20 yards behind everybody. They walked his ass down in 20 yards. You score that touchdown. And we are right now telling everybody on the NFL Network, everybody on ESPN, and uh, all the rest of those bone-sucking assholes to suck a fat baby's ass. God damn it. If he would have been running any slower, I swear to God, he'd been going fucking backwards. Anyway, we got a lot to, uh, um, to, to actually keep our heads high on because, you know, that team out there looked pretty good. The fans going to have to had a break one or two, but he didn't he didn't stink up the joint. The receivers were catching ball, they weren't dropping them. Pryor was hitting receivers. And fucking those two picks, oh motherfuck. And that sack late, that was a dumb fucking play there. It, it, you know, they, they pinched off the uh the edges. God, we we are we're close, man. A screenplay right there, uh on that on that all out blitz, and I think McFadden's walking in the end zone. But they had a max protect, and they didn't fucking protect him on that play. And um, then he fucking, you know, you know, his nature's going to be to run. So you got a quarterback who's going to take off, 
if he does get sacked, we're going to lose a lot of yards. And um, anyway, God damn it. You know, straight to D, man, I'm out. Peace. I'll have to say, all in all, we were very close to winning. A couple here, a couple there. I know there's some mistakes, but look, we got a new team. Let's not forget, we got new coaching. We have new players. It's going to take a little time, but I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Let's see how we grow. Let's hope we don't go backwards, that we continue to move forward. That's my hope, because if we do, we're really going to surprise some mofos in the future. Thanks for the call, man. One of my favorite callers from the great Northwest, Raider Grant from Salem, Oregon. What is up, my Raider brother? Hey, what up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Grant up here in Salem, Oregon. Just got done watching the game, and I like to say, hell, fuck yeah. You know, that's what, what it's about. We were competitive. And for all you Terrell Pryor haters out there, he made some mistakes. But guess what? We would not have been in that game at all if Matt Flynn was in. So just stop, please. Good game, boys. We're competitive, and that's what I like. But something that's got to fucking stop, and I'm so sick of it. I was sitting down at the local establishment I go when the games aren't colorized. I was with Seacock fans. I was with 49er fans. I was with Green Bay fans. They Bear fans. And everyone was pulling for the boys. Everyone was rooting for the Raiders. And right when Andrew Luck got that ball, and before he came out, I said, watch. I said, it happens every time. They're going to start fucking calling the goddamn fouls and nothing for the Raiders. And what fucking happened? Some bullshit fucking personal foul, and then a no call? A guy bear-hugging our fucking guy? Bear-hugging him. And Andrew Luck walks into the fucking goddamn fucking end zone, and not one fucking call. Everybody there booed. All these other fans just said, dude, that's, that's fucking pathetic. And then no pass interference call in the end zone when that guy's on top of our back. No pass interference there. Hey, no holding our receiver, dude, when Terrell Pryor made that stupid bonehead throw at the end of the end zone. Well, guess what? Five-yard contact. After that, you can't fucking touch him. And, dude, I saw it, dude. Saw it clean as day. No call. You know, honestly, guys, dude, Reggie McKenzie, Dennis Allen, and Mark Davis, especially Mark Davis, needs to dress the media. It's time for it to fucking stop. Al Davis is dead and in his grave. Rest in peace, Al. But the NFL's got to let it go, man. This is not fair to all the fans that pay the money for all the gear and everything and the millions of dollars the NFL makes off Raider fans. It is not fair. I called it out, and everybody did. There's like 50 people at this establishment. They all fucking booed when that shit happened, dude. It's time to stop. I'm going to write a big blog on Just Blog Baby about it. It's time to stop, dude. NFL, get over it. You're never going to have a piece of the Raiders. Al Davis has passed away. Dude, let the fucking hatred go, dude. Let the game play the way it should be played. Don't dictate it. It's getting as bad as a fucking NBA, dude. That's why I don't fucking watch the NBA anymore because it's an orchestrated bullshit and they control the momentum for the bigger teams. It's fucking time to stop, man. I'm sick of it. Other than that, guys, good game, Raiders. We have some learning to do, you know, the delay of games and stuff. Yeah, they, they're uncalled for, the couple interceptions, you know, but we were competitive. 
surprised the shit out of me, and I'm happy and proud to say that this is a good day for the radio organization because we came out and proved a lot of Raider fans wrong, including myself. Go Raiders, Raider Nation for life, and fuck the goddamn NFL and their stupid-ass little minion fucking referees. Well, there you go. It's, it's an old story. You know you've heard it before. The Minions. I love it. The Minions will be their name from now forth. The Minions. <laughs> the Zebras. The Zebra Minions. Yeah, you know what? We're going to get fucked. We're going to be fucked for a long time until we learn to beat them. No matter what penalties we get, we have to be able to overcome them and not depend on them to dictate the game. We will get there. It will happen. And there's nothing the NFL is going to be able to do about it when we start winning some games, Pada. And it's coming. I'm liking the way our team's going. Let's hope we keep it up. Thank you for the call, my brother. And our next call, my good brother, Rada Mike. What is happening, man? What's happening, Raider Greg? Ah, oh, Raider Mike behind the scenes. The whole uh, podcast listeners, how y'all doing? Oh, this is so great. I am loving it, like I said before the last time I called it. You know, called up here. I love it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And we lost. Game one. We lost. I don't even care, you know. Let me do a little brush up, you know. I just, first of all, I just wanted to start it off with um, Sebastian Janikowski. You know, I'm not used to seeing my man uh, miss 48 yards. That that was kind of surprising to me. I'm not mad at him, but it is surprising. Yeah, now I know they were saying he's used to my boy uh, Shane Leckler, and King is having a problem with uh, you know, leveling the ball right, you know, placing it right to where he can kick. Okay, but still 48, that that just threw me off, you know. But uh, I'm not mad, like I said. Um, my second one was uh, Peyton, number 23. I don't understand why he was racking up all them penalties. Not like that last one that he did cover, you know what I'm saying, oh, boy, uh, T- I think it was T.Y. Hilton. You know, I, I loved it, you know, but – but that still doesn't make for the mistakes that he did on all the penalties he was getting so far. Him and Khalif Barnes, number 69, you know. I just hope he's not – I hope Khalif Barnes is not on, back on the old road of just fucking up like he did last year and two years ago, you know. Um, oh, man, Darren McFadden. Oh, I just wish that play was good, man. That it, it was it was it was such a spectacular throw, but he couldn't get his foot in there. I was rooting for him, especially I'm rooting for him to have a nice little comeback year too, because he really deserved it. Depend, you know, considering how bad everything's been going. Um, but other than that, they they didn't rule it. He didn't really do that many yards. <laughs> he didn't do that many yards at all. Uh, I think it was 21 for for 40 some yards, you know, something like that. Um, I didn't really hear the the announcer that that well when he mentioned it, but um, I thought I heard that much. But but for the main event, who are we gonna talk about now? Terrell Pryor. Oh my God, Terrell Pryor. 
and like I said, we lost. The guy threw two interceptions, one at the beginning of the game, one at the ending of the game that cost us the win. But bottom line, he kept the energy. This guy ran for more yards than the whole Indianapolis Colts fleet rushing. How could one guy just do something like that? You know what I'm saying? And 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 I understand everybody talking about oh, stay in the pocket, stay in the pocket. You know, no. Bottom line, he's an out of pocket player. You know, but then again, there have been some throws where it was in the pocket. He showed a lot of poise. You know, I like the way he plays. I have no problem with the way he played at all. You know what I'm saying? Because when it was time to be in the pocket, he did make throws. And it was catchable throws, you know. And actually, it was nice completion, especially that one with Streeter that did the catch and run for 31 yards. I love that. Oh, I love that very well, you know. And, oh, my God, I love the one that he scrambled and made a play for Rod Streeter uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, I think that was the fourth quarter. He juked out, went far uh, uh, right, and then threw it at Streeter. Oh, that was that was, that was was amazing. That was Oh, my God, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> ooh-wee. But other than that, man, we surprised a lot of people, especially out here locally, where everybody's sitting there talking about, oh, the coach going to blow y'all asses out. It's going to be 35, five touchdowns to y'all maybe 14 points. And, and it's 17-21 final score. Nobody didn't see that one coming. You know what I'm saying? Nobody saw that coming. And like I said, we lost. But I love the energy of the game. Everybody was playing their ass off, and they put their all into it, all because of one guy. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Glad Dennis Allen took this fucking head out of his ass and put him out there. And I already told you all before, the n- number one, but I'm going to say it again, the number one reason why I do call here is because I like the fact that you guys give the average folk a word to say about their favorite team, the Raiders. I love it. I really love it, you know. But now I have a new second reason. I want to hear Money Man has spoken Raider, you know what I'm saying, because this guy is very interesting. I got to give him up, you know what I'm saying, on that, because he has a point, too. And I want to hear his comment about prior, too. So this your boy, South Central Raider, calling up in here, you know what I'm saying, trying to to kill all the mess and all that hating, because the proof is in the pudding. And everything is going down right now. The shit was gold. It was awesome. And I loved it. And that and that's all I gotta say about that at the end of the day. Okay, later, Raider. <laughs> and that's all I got to say at the end of the day. <laughs> I love it. I love the call. Uh one of those things about McFadden is no, he didn't get very many yards, but He wasn't supposed to in this game. His job was to block. Reese's job was to block so we could allow Terrell Pryor to run around and make those passes. I like the way the coach has uh, designed this team for Terrell Pryor. He did it. He's doing it as we speak. He's adjusting the players to give Pryor the best chance he can throwing the ball. Hey, man. I like our team, too. I like what I see. And, yes, Money Man Has Spoken is in the house, I'm sure, somewhere. He should be because uh, we missed his call last week. Hopefully he don't miss it this week. Thank you for the call, brother. Appreciate it.
And next we have my good brother Rada Lou from SoCal. What is happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Lou from SoCal, repping that Northwest Booster Club along with that original Raider fan club out of San Diego. Coming straight out of the SoCal. First of all, Raider Greg, I want to say Raiders. And uh, week one is behind us. And uh, this fan is a happy fan. We ain't that same preseason football team that we saw prior to week one. Especially that defense. That defense showed up. Um, they rushed Andrew Luck. They made him feel some Raiders football. And you know what? They sent a message out to the NFL. Beware. Because our defense is going to come at you. We're going to come at you hard. You know what? The NFL said we were going to lose by 10, 9 points. No, nah, that didn't happen. Okay, yeah, we lost. We lost by 4. But we gave the Colts a run for their money. We put Andrew Luck on his ass. And um, you know what? I, I appreciate how they play. We play like a team today. You know, we, we came out there and we played. You know, in, in Indy, the offense played. They played. Uh, Terrell Pryor ran his ass off. Um, man, he had so many, so many yards out there. And he just looked good running. He looked good running on the throw. Um, just got to work on his pocket passing. That's it. Um, but he looked comfortable. I mean, even Rich Gannon said it. And Rich Gannon also said that Pryor's going to look even better. Once he gets the experience, um, Fryer knows that he can. He wishes he can get that that interception back in the in the fourth quarter. Um, but you know what? It would be expected. The kid doesn't have the experience. But you know what? It's going to change. It's going to change. And um, you know what? For all those people that said Dennis Allen smile doesn't show any kind of you know. Um, light on the sidelines, well, you know what? That dude smiled today. He smiled on the sideline, especially when we got that first touchdown. Um, Like I said, we're going to do it. We're going to come big this year. Um, I see that light at the end of the tunnel, Raider Greg. Um, I'm so excited because week two, our home opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars, bring it on, kitty cats. Bring it on. Because the Raiders going to stop a mud hole in you. And uh, Raider Nation is going to come in full effect. We're going to black out that Coliseum. Then Jaguars are going to go home hurting. Raider Greg, can't wait to see you out there. Can't wait to see you by the Bad Boys of Barbecue. That's where it's at. Some good grub. And I just can't wait to see my Raider Nation family. Raider Lou and I'm out. There you go. Raider Lou's going to be up in the house at the season opener against the Jaguars. <laughs> Whatever. But you know what? We got a team. The Raider Nation is excited. Raider Lou, you saw some good stuff. We all did. We all saw some good stuff. Our defense, we got to keep it going, though. This is where it starts. We got to keep it rolling throughout the rest of the season and just improve on what we got. 
Can't wait, dude. Can't see in the parking lot. The bad boys of barbecue. Oh, the season's starting. I cannot wait. And next from Conrad, Montana, my good brother, the wisdom comes from Raider Jakes. What is happening, my man? Long time no here. Yeah, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, uh, Raider Andy, how are things going? Raider Jakes, Conrad, Montana, I just had to call in. You know what? Bright side being today, uh, we don't have to worry about an undefeated season for another year. Certainly don't. And just, you know, giving up is not an option. We've been waiting for close to 30 years for another Super Bowl victory. So I'll just leave you with some word of wisdom, Raider Nation. You know, there's two shits in life. There's big shit, there's little shit. Big shit is when you're born. Big shit is when you die. I guess everything else in between is just little shit. So we'll consider that loss to the adults today little shit. Raider Nation, peace. And go Raiders, and I'm out. It's all little shit, man. It's all little shit when you come to life. I mean, all of us in the Raider Nation have big-time events. Births, deaths. Uh, we got disease. We got all kinds of things. We got drama, and we have some trauma. But there's one thing we all hold dear, and that is the Raiders, the Raider Nation. And it's something we look forward to, man. The family, the camaraderie, the barbecues, the gatherings, all around the TV to watch our team. It happens all across the world, man. All across the world. That's something you can't take away. The Raider Nation is strong. Thank you for the call, brother. And next, Raider Gino, the Windy City Raider. He went to the game. What did he see? He's going to tell us. What's up, partner? Hey, Raider Greg. Uh, this is Gino, the Windy City Raider. I haven't talked to you in a while, but I just came back from the trip from Indy watching the uh, Raiders play the Colts. Uh, it, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. When we first sat down that first quarter, I thought we were going to walk out of there and it was going to be 40 to nothing. But uh, I do have to say, Terrell Pryor didn't trust me. You know, I mean, he did... Uh, set a record for yards rushing for a quarterback, 112 yards, I believe, for the Raiders. And uh, But, you know, he did have two interceptions, both in the red zone, a 16-yard sack with 68 seconds left. When, uh, you know, we're on the eight-yard line, we could have scored and definitely put this game, you know, behind us and we walked away with a win in Indy in their house. That would have been great, you know, but unfortunately that didn't happen. And our line on both sides is just uh, definitely needs work. I mean, Terrell Pryor, as good as he did, he, you know, he was running for his life the whole game. I mean, he was just going crazy out there. And, you know, I just think, you know, if that's the way it's going to be all season, he's going to get hurt. I mean, you know, someone's going to flatten him out there. And also when uh, they let Luck run that 19-yard touchdown with uh, 520 left in the fourth, I mean, geez, you could have drove a truck through that hole. It was unbelievable. I mean, there's nobody there. You know, it's that's just crazy. But I'm hoping, you know, things will get better. Maybe we'll start gelling and things will get a little better. But uh, I guess it could have been worse than what it was. I mean, at least we competed. So let's just hope things get better. And it was good calling, good talking to you. And I am out. 
Yeah, our O-line and D-line need help. I know that. We all know it. It's going to get better. Uh, scheme is a big part of it as well. But listen, man, you were there. The Colt fans, I'm sure, were like, oh, we're going to beat your ass. I'm sure they are very confident until the last second of the game when they thought they might lose the game. Then all kinds of respect threw your way. I'm sure of it. That's what they get for overestimating their team and underestimating the Raiders. I hope that happens all season. We need to get better for sure. But, man, you were treated to something pretty special for an away game, especially towards the end when they thought they were going to get their ass handed to them. Man, I thought we could win. It would have been great if we did, but we have a lot to look forward to. Let's hope we can improve, brother. Thanks for the call. And next we have Raider Trav. He went to the game too. Let's see what he's got to say. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Trav from Illinois. Uh, just got home from the Indianapolis game, man. Tough, tough game. Tough loss. I got to say, though, man, overall, I'm pretty pleased with the way they played. I, I, I got to say right now, man, I'm, I'm jumping on the prior bandwagon. I know, a couple stupid interceptions, man. He's, he's got some learning to do, but yeah, I, I think he's, got, he's given us the best chance, you know. I think they. I think they looked overall. Other than the, you know, the offensive line still looked pretty bad. But overall, <clears throat> thought they looked pretty good. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm screaming. Lost my voice. Um, other than, besides that, um, man, Raider fans. Wow, they are nationwide. That is for sure. Raider Nation for life. They are everywhere, and they are thick, and they are some cool fucking people man and those indie fans hey i know i know but i gotta give them a little bit of credit here too man they were some pretty cool indie fans man they did not give me and my wife one bit of a hard time actually shook a couple of their hands it's hard to do but you know every time an indie fan would walk by and we had our camera out they offered to take pictures it's cool as hell um, yeah, it was my first Raider game. I really wish they'd have came out with a win, but hey, I thought they looked good. Um, go Raiders. Just win, baby. Raider to this Raider Trav, and I'm out. Well, there you have it, man. Raider Trav brings it right from the house itself. Raider Nation rolls big. I know I've been to many games, and we go big time anywhere we go. It is great to see. The opposing fans can't believe how many Raider Nations show up every game. We travel well. We go. We watch our team. It's a big deal, man. Great fans. Hey, the NFL is full of some cool people. I've seen many of them, many different fan bases. But let me tell you, they are all amazed at how many Raider fans show up. And that is awesome. I'm glad you had fun, brother. Hopefully you can make it to Oakland sometime. Thanks for the call. Well, I've been calling out the ladies, and here they come. We have Callie in the South. What is up, girlfriend? Raider Nation is rocking the boat. What's up? Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is Callie in the South. 
Radar. First time callers. Just watched the first game of the season, and I'm just saying, I want to give my love out to Terrell Pryor. He did great. He scrambled. He reminded me a little bit of Rich Gannon doing what he was doing. I know we lost. I know we lost, but all you out there, I'm living in New Orleans from Cali, Kent, Cali in the South, Raider. We got this if they keep Terrell Pryor up there. That's what I believe. Charles Woodson almost had that pick. Did you see that? I am telling you, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Terrell Pryor has the number one rushing yards in the NFL. And I think I mentioned earlier, he reminded me a little bit about Rich Gannon. We are going to do okay if we keep with TP. That is my pick on it. And I was so proud, even, even though we had a loss. Broke my heart, even though we had a loss. That's a rookie. That's a rookie. Second game starting. Second starting game. You can't blame him for that. I believe. All right. Kelly in the South, Rita out. Well, I feel you. I see the Terrell Pryor situation is expanding. I'd like to see his role expand. I'd like to see his talents expand a little bit better. But, man, he gave us a great chance of winning that ball game, didn't he? I think the whole nation knows it. I think we can hear it in these phone calls, and we can see it on the field. I thank you for calling, girlfriend. You keep those phone calls coming. We look forward to Cali in the South. I love it. Happy birthday to you. Before I cut out, let me just say happy birthday to my lovely daughter, Haley. Her birthday is on September 11th. Tough day to have a birthday, and you know what I mean by that. We love you, baby. You know we do. Well, Raider Nation, our first game is in the book. The destiny set by ESPN and the mainstream media is some bullshit. Truly proven by this team's effort, drive, and will to win, which is something that Mr. Davis really wanted. Let's not forget that Terrell Pryor is Al Davis's last pick. Uh, he is also uh, our only hope for the season because Flynn ain't in, Padna, and we can all see how that would have come down, uh, crashing for sure. We got a game at home, our home opener. Can hardly wait. Anybody going, you know what I'm feeling. The tailgate, the friends, the family, the game. Our Raiders in our own house. I am loving it. We must dominate the little kitties. Let's bring them on and show them the 2013 Raiders are no joke. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.